Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome, everybody. My name is Randy, one of your hosts. I'm Alex Piotrowski, one of your hosts, a.k.a. P.O. in the Streets. And welcome to the Elite Enigma podcast. You're probably wondering, where the hell did that name come from? We're all wondering the same <laughs> question you are. Honestly, so we were kind of spitballing ideas yeah. for the for the name, and I was just looking up words on the internet and put two words together that I thought sounded pretty dope. I could see that on a shirt. Yeah, I could see that on a shirt. I'm foreshadowing. I might not even be a shirt, but I could see that on a shirt. Damn right. Um, so the reason we started this podcast was because we like to have conversations. Um, a lot. Just, yeah, we talk a lot. And whenever we're talking, we always have a good time and laugh. And I want to bring that to somebody. And hopefully they can come to this podcast and just kind of forget about life for a while and just be able to entertain themselves. Yeah, like we, I mean, we, we, we kind of entertain the idea like, half jokingly half serious the last couple years like every time i come over to randy's house we're kind of just free balling like talking about whatever and we laugh all the time and it's kind of like hold on we have a lot free balling (laughs) well yeah i mean i mean i mean each his own preference i mean if you're not free balling i am but i'm I'm just saying like uh we always talk about a bunch of random shit about old stories and stuff like that and we laugh all the time we figure why not bring it to a podcast hey we have a lot of stories for you guys like I feel like I've lived 50 years of my life with the stories I could probably share. Just between guys. two of us. Just too. between two of us. Yeah, we've been a part of each other's stories for a lot of these stories, too. But, yeah, why not make a podcast, man? What the fuck else we got to do? It's quarantine season, so who cares? Yeah, this fucking quarantine shit. So what happened was I finally fucking just bit the bullet. And I, I texted yeah. Bill one day. I was like, dude, we're starting a podcast. I bought the equipment. So th- how this happened is I was just watching shit on YouTube. And then I was like, I want to fucking do it. Like, yeah, why not? Why not fucking do it? So I went and researched for probably four fucking hours and finally got some decent equipment here. Um, and that's when I texted Pio. I said, dude, bought the equipment. It'll be here in about a week or two be ready and he was right on board yeah I'm, i mean i'm not doing anything else i've been working since march I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a personal trader at la fitness for those of you who don't know me uh so i haven't really worked since this whole coronavirus thing fuck coronavirus man. but it doesn't matter i mean I, like i said i'm i'm free enough to do i'm always open to have conversations i used to get in trouble all the time for talking why not just put on the airwaves this time so i don't get fucking yelled at for doing this shit too much but it's gonna be a fun time if you guys stick with us bear with us for the first couple episodes uh, yeah once, we're gonna be shit once first, we get please. rolling <laughs> you guys are gonna have need a fucking inhaler pump because you're gonna have a lot of wheezing laughing asthma attacks i promise you yeah um so a little bit of uh, myself here. I'm a car salesman. I hate saying that. It sounds so fucking No, weird. man. Yeah, so preach it. Say it with your chest. I, I love it, though. Like, I, I love being a car salesman. Yeah. But it's just like that, you know, that aura that they have. Like right, the fucking, stigma. Yeah, from fucking 30 years ago when they were ripping people off <laughs> right. and shit. Me, right. no, I'm, I'm just pretty chill and I'm straightforward. Um, right. I love it. I love what I do. Um, pretty good at what I do, I'd say. And uh, Salesman of the month, man. A couple yeah, times, you yeah, know. Yeah, a couple Fuck. times. So, uh, you know, it's it's been a good ride there. Been there for three years. I'm at a Chevy store. Damn, it's been three years already? Three years. Oh. Well, actually, I'm going into my third year of sales. Still, man. Um, I worked up 
um, from a porter and I was cleaning the cars and moving the cars around and basically the bitch of the dealership. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, got to start somewhere. One day I uh, I was talking with one of the salesmen and he was like, dude, I think you'd be really good at car sales. And I'm like, I don't see it because I was always so right. awkward and shy and I didn't want to talk to anybody ever. Um, I kind of had my head down low, but, you know, yep. just doing my own thing. But for those who actually know me, like my friends and everybody, my family, they know I, I can be pretty outgoing. Um, so I talked to the general manager one day. I, I just went up to him during my, my shift and I was like, yeah, man, um, do you have a minute? <laughs> He's like, right, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't that casual. I was right. like, yeah, man. Right. But I was like, uh, Hey, do you have a minute? I'd like to talk to you about job and sales. And he pulled in the uh, general sales manager as well. And we went to his office and we found out we actually, uh, very, uh, similar. So he was like, yeah, I think you'd be a great fit. Did some testing and, uh, got into sales and hell yeah that's how i started there that's awesome man i mean yeah like i said i know you know i've known randy for a while you got we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later but how long actually i've known this kid but uh <laughs> yeah I, I mean i had no doubt that once you got in a position to, to be successful that you're gonna grind your ass off and work for it i mean there's always some days that are worse than others but if you keep it a positive attitude and you move forward then that's all you can do me on the other hand obviously you guys know i'm a trainer i already said that but my story's kind of a little bit different I uh, graduated from Benedictine University in 2018 with a degree in exercise and sports science, so anything fitness, health, diet related pretty much. Um, I played ball, played football, Randy played too, we played for a little bit together. Um, shout out HP Kane. Shout out HP Kane, shout out Schomburg High School, Saxons, fuck man, it's been a while. Uh, and then I and went then to Benedictine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. It's all right, so yeah, we'll get into those. I played three years out of four years in college, uh, sat out my last year for personal reasons. Um, but anyway, once I graduated, I kind of wanted to get into personal training first. I feel like that's the best entryway to kind of get started in that career. I feel like a trainer is a good two, three year start. So I've been at LA fitness in South Elgin. Um, I could train anywhere, but South Elgin is where you actually have to go for like to buy me as a trainer, I guess, if that makes sense. I've been there since August, 2018. So I'm going on two years about to be two years in August. Um, I love it, man. I've, I've been a fan of fitness and like weight room stuff since probably early high school. And I got first introduced to the weight room. I used to think 135 for bench press was fucking enormous amount of weight. <laughs> I like, Dude, I remember, I remember used to struggle like that freshman year. Fuck man. Dude, can we talk about that really yeah, quick? Yeah, go ahead, man. Freshman year going into football. We did the football camp, right? And oh my God, I remember they're like, all right, so we're going to go into the weight room and, uh, yeah. we're going to do some workouts. We're going to start with bench press and, Dude, holy fuck. I'd never touch a bench press in my life. No, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? How do you do that? I didn't even know how to put the... I knew how to put the weight on the bar. Right. I didn't know, like, the, the clips, clips and, and all shit. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. So I remember starting off with, like, 10 pounds on the bar. Yeah. 10 pounds. And then when I moved up to 25 pounds on each side, I'm like, holy shit, I'm getting somewhere, man. Right. Dude, me, you, and uh, Alex Martinez got rest his soul, man. We, we used to... Because Alex played freshman football with us, too. Um, we'll talk about him, too, eventually in this podcast. But uh, we were in a group together. I remember, like... There's guys in there, like, varsity guys or sophomore guys putting on, like, fucking 130, 225, 285. I'm thinking, like, ain't no fucking way I'm getting to that Dude. weight. These motherfuckers are big as shit or, like, doing too much. I'm thinking, like, fuck, man. I'll be happy if I get 135 off my chest just fucking one time. And then, you know, just like anything, you work for it. And then I started learning about how muscles grow and, like, what they need, what you got to feed them and how consistent you got to be. And just like anything, gradual progress, slow and steady. And that's what I preach to my clients right now. Like, you're not – if you look at the short term, you're going to quit. 
you got to look at the long term. You got to give it three to nine to a year amount of months because nothing happens overnight. Rome wasn't built in one night. That's what I always tell them. You got to put the progress in. You got to put the work in to stay consistent. And just like anything else in life. But Absolutely. I think it, people just need to stay committed to whatever right. it is they want to accomplish. Right. Um, I really do believe you put your mind to it, you can fucking do it. No, Everybody sure. says it, but for it's sure. true. You can. You want to do something, just believe in it and fucking do it. You'll be able to do it. If you yeah, want to fly, fucking <laughs> fly, <laughs> baby. Do windows, it. <laughs> get the window and ju- fucking fly. Yeah, just, just fucking jump off that building and flap your arms and... It probably won't go that well. But no, at least no, you believe that. Right, I'm just kidding. Right. Please don't jump off any building. <laughs> <laughs> make, it a, make it a fucking two-foot jump. But yeah, no, man. Big. Like I Also, before I forget, like lifting weights, for me, I don't speak for anybody else, for me, is the base of my life. Meaning, like, I, like The Rock's my, one of my biggest idols in life because he's one of the people that instilled the hardest workers in a room mentality for me. And, like, he starts his day off, like, I'm not this insane. This fucker wakes up at 4 a.m., does cardio, fucking gets a workout, in, and he's out the door by 7 a.m. and doing his actual fucking day of, like, shooting movies and shit. I'm not that fucking extreme. I don't think I can ever get that extreme. But when I'm in the weight room, I do agree. The two hands that God gave me, like, you got to put those to work. Like, that's the building block for the rest of my day. Like, when I put the work in for that hour, hour and a half in my gym, whether it's in the garage right now that I have during quarantine or the one that I'm about to go back to at LA Fitness, like... You got to put the work in because that, that sets me up for like the rest of the week, the rest of the day, the rest of the month, the rest of the year. Like I have, I, if I didn't weight lift, first of all, my too much testosterone would be bottled up. I'd be beating the fuck out of people and objects because I'm just not that I'm a fucking, aggra- <laughs> yeah, not, not that I'm aggressive or anything, but like, fuck man, you know, the weight room does help alleviate a lot of stress in my life. Um, if I have it and two, just. I can't be a trainer and not like not be able to touch my toes. <laughs> like, yeah. Imagine if I went up to somebody and I was like, you know, no offense, people, no fucking, I don't want to drop a pipe bomb. But if I was like 350 with my stomach hanging over my shit and I said I'm a personal trainer, like, would you really take me fucking seriously? No, like, hell no. I mean, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Fat motherfucker. That's you can't tell me what to do. That's what I'm saying. So I took it upon myself, like. My heaviest was like 245 when I played my last year of college. Well, Randy remembers I was fucking too big for no reason. And then I dropped like 40 pounds when I stopped playing. And I was, you know, I'm hovering around like 220 some right now. But it's just, I have to have the weight room for the rest of my life. Like, even if I have kids when I'm 60, like, I got to do something active. I can't, I'm not one of those people that can just sit and fucking do nothing on a no daily doubt. basis. So I wanted to get into a little bit of how we met. Yeah, let's uh, fucking it's a, do that. It's a, it's a kind of a long story because we've known each other for a long yes. ass time so first we uh we met in first grade yeah we did uh mrs sutton's class Correct. in over highlands i was i was actually there for like the last month of first grade i moved from chicago but i sat between randy and shout out victor moscow if yeah, you're victor fucking moscow. listening <laughs> and i sat between those two for like the last month of first grade so technically we weren't like friends we just met each other in first grade but then second grade we were in the same class and third grade and fourth and the whole elementary yeah, school we just all the elementary school yeah, we, it was crazy we became really close friends it was, it was our elementary school is very close yeah we all still talk to each other you know here and there shout out to the hp gang yeah hp um but yeah we definitely uh were a close-knit group and everybody became really good friends some yeah. of us you know kind of drifted apart but right. that's natural right our sixth grade class is kind of like <laughs> the, <laughs> the highlight of, of head over highlands history was yeah, our fucking we were just sixth grade class. fucking tearing it up all the time being little rascals it wasn't our fault i i, I will say to this day no nah, it was they, our fault. they fucked they fucking they gypped us of our teacher halfway through the year because they didn't like the way he was teaching us and our, our principal pretty much yanked his ass halfway through the year out of nowhere and so we, got, we just became little fucking rebels but yeah 
Um, <laughs> after that, you know, we played uh, we played football together in mm-hmm. Hammer Park, Hurricanes, and we always just. We always had a connection. We always had these inside jokes, just stupid shit. You're going to hear us a lot saying pussy right. to each other. <laughs> Pussy's probably, a common just, staple for – you can plug it in any one of our sentences. Yeah, and make it just in. fucking pussy. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even mean anything. To, like we're just – I can open a water bottle and take a second longer and you'll call me a pussy. Like, like it's – fucking pussy like, drinking of water. <laughs> right. It's like Polish it, water. It is, yeah. <laughs> fuck. It's, it's refreshing. It is. It is. How do you say it? Now which Ravianka? That fucking Don't long even ass try. Name. I know. Fuck for water, right? Fucking right. Christ. Jesus. But yeah, man. No, we like Randy was saying. We a lot, a lot of stories. You guys are gonna hear a lot of jokes. Uh, pretty much every time we get together, you know, it's, when we got when we were younger, it was easier. Obviously, everybody knows when you when you see each other every day at school, when you hang out, it's easier to get together every day because you don't have a lot of shit going on. When you get older, obviously, you start jobs. You know, I was in college. I saw Randy still as much as I could, and every time I saw him, whether it was once a month, once every two months, shit happens. Like nothing changed. We picked like, up right where we like it, up, nothing. Always. We always texted too, so like I know what he was doing, and vice versa. Like any big thing to happen in our lives, like birthdays and shit, like first first invite. Like it doesn't. You know, it, it's always gonna be like that the rest of our lives. Honestly, like it let doesn't me, make a difference. Let me say this real quick. So uh, yeah, we are we we do text a lot and stuff. Um, if if I had my reds on, Pio would probably kill me because <laughs> I'll read his text and I just won't fucking respond. Fucking and I don't Christ. mean it. No, I know. Like, I fucking, I'll read it and then be like, I'm like, all right, I'll respond to it. <laughs> and then, then fucking, he's like three days later, hey, uh, are we still going to record the podcast? <laughs> Fuck, or, I was like, oh yeah, my bad, bro. I forgot to text you back. It's, it's, it's like, like a fucking <laughs> cliffhanger for fucking, for the week. Like, I'm just like, be- tune in next week to find out if Randy finishes what the fuck we were talking about. I gotta <laughs> leave you hanging, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Keeps it interesting. Keeps the relationship fresh. <laughs> for sure. Damn right. Um. Yeah, so what have you been up to during this quarantine? Man? Ah, fuck, man. Um, like I said, I haven't worked since March, so my my routines usually consist of like I have like some side people I train for cash. Um, hit me up on any social media platform if you have my number. If you want some workouts, I'll find you a cheap deal. Don't worry, I know money don't grow on trees. Fucking but cheap I, plug over here yeah, on his Twitter, but Facebook. I, but I fuck it. Uh, but I train people for cash for some of my clients. I uh, just help my mom. I'm about to. I'm about to move soon, so helping my mom on this house in Streamwood, uh, working out, just chilling as much as I can. I mean, I mean, I, I'm enjoying myself. I, I wish I could be back at work in a way, because it's kind of been long overdue. Like the first month and a half was chill, and now I'm kind of looking at the clock, like I like what the fuck's going on? Like let me go back to work. But on the other hand, I'm not bitching because when I go back to work, I'll wish I'll fucking stay home for three more <laughs> right, months. Right. So it's kind of in between right now. But staying busy, man. Um, the last thing I wanted to like was to like be a bear grills and fucking come out of quarantine looking like I fucking did take care of myself for three months. So like, you know, gotta get the fresh cut when you can and stuff like that. But this podcast definitely is gonna keep me entertained for the next whatever many months or years we do this for sure. Oh How about yeah. you, man? Uh shit. Well, I didn't get to stop working. I low key kinda wish I could. But at the same time, you know, it's really it's kind of a blessing to to Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I have a job during this time. Um, so when it first went down, um, we were still working full shifts. And it was pretty fucking dead every day. And uh, we went down to 30 hours a week. And... I had way too much free time after right. that. I, dude, I felt so weird having all this free time. And, yeah, who are you telling? <laughs> and then at the same time, you're not allowed to leave. So it was like, just go to work, go home, right? do fucking nothing. I do, Probably, agree, <laughs> I do agree the last the last month, at least, has been... Now that more things are opening up, like outdoor seating, oh, restaurants yeah. and shit, at least like it's easier. The first month and a half, two months, fuck that. I feel like a mental asylum patient. I'm fucking looking at my walls for like... You didn't, you didn't know how to act, too. Fuck. Like, I remember when it first started happening, I just... I didn't know... I was like, am I allowed to leave? Am I allowed to see my friends? Am I allowed right. to go see my mom? Like, right. you didn't know. I That's was like, crazy. are the cops going to pull me over? And then you found out they can't. So I was just fucking speeding around <laughs> everywhere, fucking going anywhere I wanted to. You don't know how many times I went on fucking rides just I'm sure. to clear my head, just get the fuck out of the house. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I ended up hanging out with friends, even though we weren't supposed to. Um, but it was people that were not working. Um, I was putting them at risk, if anything. But... Right. Um, I just could not stand being alone during this fucking time. It's just different. It's so different, um, especially with the ma- the mask situation and um, social distancing. I, I actually don't mind the social distancing that much. I don't want people all up in my grill, well, especially, yeah, right. you know, I hate those close talkers. I just get in your fucking face fucking and they got the right spitty McGee motherfucker Fuck. and just rank ass breath in your dude. grill dude i don't want to hear that shit it's i don't like want to see that shit i don't want to smell that shit i swear dude. um it's crazy though you're right because like that social distancing wasn't the issue it was more like the the masks and the fucking grocery stores and like it was just weird in the sense of like you don't subconsciously every time i go to a store like in the beginning i was like fuck my mask like right, I, would always, right. I would fucking make a u-turn like god damn i can't fucking go to target without getting my mask on it was so weird and then i got used to it but like i didn't even see my girlfriend for like a month and a half two months because she worked at a hospital and then she left but um shout out to rebecca but uh she she worked at, i couldn't even see her for a little bit because she don't want to put anybody at risk it was it was crazy man like i would couldn't even see my family for a good month like i've i think like the funny, the funny slash crazy thing about this, like when they, when we used to learn about historic events when we were in school, like we are gonna be a part of fucking history, like 50, 40, 30 years when kids are gonna learn oh, about twenty twenty, bro. Twenty twenty has been stupid crazy. It's not even. It's only halfway done. <laughs> I know, man. Murder I'm nervous. Hornets, fucking COVID riots, so like fuck. Dude, I'm nervous. Crazy. I don't even know what the rest of this year has to bring. You know, at least we got Santa Claus in December. Right. So it all started. <laughs> it something all started to look with forward COVID, to. Man, if you think about it. After that, it went downhill, man. Crazy. But with the uh, the mass at work, man, that was that was different. It was something to get used to for sure. I, I remember the first day they they made us start wearing the mask before um, it was kind of like a, yeah. a thing. I, I don't want to say like a thing, but like when they a pandemic, right, right, right. So they started making us wear the mask, and we just we hated it. Like it was so weird. Can't I breathe. can't. You can't breathe. And in my business, I have to greet people with a smile. Like 
how do how am I supposed to show smile a personality? Eyes, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to smile with my damn eyes. All right, um, they just get really squinty, and then they're thinking I'm high. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was, it was really hard to get used to that, not being able to smile at someone and and being able to show your facial expressions. Yeah, they don't know if I'm pissed at them or not, though. So I guess that's kind of a cool thing. <laughs> I've, been told, I've been told I have RBF anyway. So if anybody fucking the mask has really made any difference for me, and I can't even smile. Period. My fucking made fun of. Me. I don't even fucking show teeth when I smile. Fuck. So I guess fuck you. I got crooked ass teeth, me and everybody too, knows it. So y- you all motherfuckers. With these fuckers, <laughs> 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 fucking Woody Woodchuck over fuck, here. Bro. God damn it. Uh, I don't give a fuck. If you motherfuckers want to talk shit about my teeth, it's something I've already heard. I guarantee it. All right. Ain't no fucking chip skylarks in this bitch. Fuck you. Nobody you got, got shiny teeth, teeth of me. Fuck you. I don't trust motherfucker with perfect teeth. I'll tell you on the record right now. If you got perfect teeth, I don't trust you, right? You got a fucking bootleg dentist or some shit. You got legal ass shit you're taking, bro. Fuck oh you. God, bless. Um, you can't punch my shit. I already punched out. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> The mask, because it's social distancing. That's what we were talking about. Okay, yeah, so we're back on track. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, yeah, the mask. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm tired of them, but, you know, we we do need to take this seriously in the end. Yeah, of course. All jokes aside. Yeah, we don't need people getting sick. I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm worried, but I feel like it is going to pick back up when it gets colder. I'm constantly readjusting the mask. Yeah. So. um, My my thing is, like, in the beginning, I was kind of, like, you know, kind of skeptical of, like, how... What can I possibly do to like the virus isn't gonna go away no matter what even if they they lock down the whole nation so they can try to slow it down which it worked to a certain extent I wasn't complaining about it because I knew in the end it'll at least slow it down it won't ever go it won't go away that's the only thing we can do is be safe for ourselves be safe for our loved ones and that's it because you cannot I mean life does not life cannot stop like people cannot just not work for the next five years or whatever you know like until we get a vaccine we have to just take it upon ourselves to be safe as possible and uh a lot of us probably already had it honestly because it's asymptomatic most of it like i don't know if i had it or not i mean i I, do i think the same thing because i'm like i remember my boss came back from uh, a trip in vegas and he was just ill like and this yeah, guy never sure. fucking misses work he's like one of those guys that he just will not he's so <laughs> fucking stubborn know. Just, you know and he came in he was sick and then he he ended up going home early the one day and within a few days my other manager got sick i got sick and then everybody in the oh, showroom sure got it, everybody man. in the showroom i mean it was like within days like three or four days everybody was sick fevers coughing yeah, for i sure mean got dude it, man. it was brutal I remember just having this fucking horrible headache and fever, and it was just awful. But I don't know if I had it. I I feel like I did, but it's just it, it's a fucked up situation seeing all this going on. And another thing too is as everybody's quarantining, um, mental health kind of takes a oh, toll as well. Fuck, for sure. So you know you start overthinking shit, and you're just going kind of crazy because you can't leave. So um, shout out to everybody. You know trying to make it through all this bullshit together we're uh we're gonna get through this yeah we are um you know, like, like randy said exactly right right on the head uh you guys take it day by day and take care of yourselves take care of your loved ones take care of the people you care about and uh just we'll, we will get through this eventually but don't think that it's not serious if you don't know by now the amount of deaths like it'll come back i i don't i have no doubt it'll come back like you said when it gets colder or something so now that we know what to expect the second time around if it does come back Take the necessary steps to prevent yourselves as much as possible. 
All right, let's get on to a, a little bit of a, a lighter, se- yeah. a more not serious topic. <laughs> yeah, right. lighter note here. Um, let's talk about. Um, you remember? So we were talking about elementary school earlier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know those kids that like we went to school with that we were like really cool with, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day they just end up fucking leaving. They I they move got, somewhere I else. Got a name that you're gonna laugh. Omed Khan. Dude, yeah, he dipped, and then one day he came back. He came Omed, back. Me, you, and Omed at one point were like literally we used. To, Omed, shout out to Omed. They man, said we were the listening. Three Stooges. Three Stooges, for real. And then all of a sudden, that just died, disintegrated. Like, he just he just, he just, just eloped to it. I don't just even know where he dipped. went. And, like, he didn't even say no letter, no nothing. No goodbye, just left. That's Thankfully, the like, thing. he was one of the guys that we end up seeing down the road. Um, but there's the, there's those people that kind of just, you know, they, they left one day. And you never heard of heard from them yeah. or saw them again. Yeah. Um, but it, it's kind of cool to, you know, we're going to have to look these people up for one sure. day. We should. <laughs> It's cur- I'm curious to see like what they ended up doing if they're successful, right? Or I'd if they're just total fuck. If it's right, like, they're they're like a millionaire. We don't even fucking fuck. know it. I shook your hand, pussy. Give me a fucking job. What if we just find out like they're a complete degenerate? I'd feel it's either one or the other, right? I mean, yeah. Oh no, you can be in the middle like us. You just fucking live a normal. Yeah, life. they're just coasting. They right. have a podcast. They're saying the same thing. <laughs> right, that pussy Alex Piotrowski. Yeah, fucking fuck pussy. Doing? God damn Swear it. You know what I was thinking about the other day? What? Uh, so. The one time I went to uh, C two E two in Chicago, yeah, and <laughs> I've I was uh there, if you guys don't know it's a huge convention, um just a bunch of random shit, I mean from wrestlers to comic books to it's a big event yeah everything um so me and Alex are huge wrestling fans we always have been for life and not so much the last like I. Huge was like when we were kids. We still watch it. Don't get me wrong. Right. But like right. we're not as in tune. Like we don't keep track of like every show anymore. Like we used to. We don't have time for that. But we yeah. do watch pay per views for sure. Yeah, we get together for pay per views. We'll make some food and yeah, we mostly end up talking. Well, back in the it. day, we fucking were huge wrestling. Fans. Yeah, huge. I mean, had the title belts, everything, right. the little action figures. Um, so <laughs> our own company. I, yeah, our own, yeah. We ran our own wrestling company and uh, did trampoline stunts yeah. and all that shit. But so I was at C two E two and CM Punk was there and he it was right after he left WWE and I really wanted to meet him. He's like yeah. my idol dude. Chicago I mean, and I was older too. I was like fuck, I don't know. Probably like nineteen maybe. I don't yeah. know. It was after high school. Yeah, it was after high school for sure. And I just remember I, I stood in the line to meet him and I had gotten tattooed uh I think like the day before Was like, it your first tat? No, no, it was like when I was, it was finishing up my half sleeve oh, okay. at the time. Because you had a tat in high school, no? No, no, it was after high school. I waited until I was 18. I swear I thought you had one in high school. I was like, why am I pussy? All right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, so I had gotten tat the day prior, and I remember just being sore as fuck, and being around all these people sucked. And so I'm waiting in line to meet him, and I'm like nervous. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, right, you're do gonna, I, what do I say? What do I say to this guy that like I admire and shit, and... I'm waiting in line, like trying to think of anything to say, and I'm getting closer and getting closer and getting closer. And finally, how's I, your wife? <laughs> no, no. How's your wife? No, I remember just I walked up and I was just fucking starstruck. I've never oh, been speechless. Sure. I, I I think I'd react a little differently now um, that I'm older and yeah. I've been in more situations. But at was that, that your time, first time meeting anyone close to like oh, celebrity yeah. level? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Then yeah. you have to be a little nervous, for sure. I was so nervous, and I just walked up to him, and he's like, "What's up, man?" And I just kind of looked at him, and my mouth was open, and I had nothing <laughs> to say, and I was just like, 
uh, what does what does the CM stand for? <laughs> no, I was like, uh, shit, and he's like, nice tattoo, dude. He's like, uh, I, I was like, yeah, I just got he broke the ice a little. Yeah, bit. he That's broke good. the ice. He's That's like, good. yeah, he, he knew I was like freaking yeah. out on the inside. Uh, he's probably so used to it, and I just was like, yeah, I just got tatted yesterday. He's like, ouch, that sucks, and he's all tatted up. He's like, yeah, that's never fun. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> he signed the, his autograph, and did a, we did a little fist bump, and I moved on. I remember just like being feeling so cool after that. I was like, yeah, I just got he's to meet him. He's from Chicago too, man. So he was right at home. Su- super nice dude. Super nice dude. Yeah. That part was awkward as fuck for me uh, dealing with that because I didn't sure. know what to say. But another thing that was even more awkward that I didn't realize until much later into the day, <laughs> my fucking fly was down the oh, whole time. Fuck, dude. You got the fucking Woody Woodpeckers. You got the oh fucking Tallywhacker sticking Dude, out. I was so fucking embarrassed. Like, he probably didn't even notice. Like, there's, oh, there's I, no way. I don't think he noticed. I mean, what like, grown man looks at another man's crotch? You'd be like, hey, your shit's open. Right. I mean, you got to I mean, really blatantly look down there in the vicinity. But, but like, the one time I get to meet a fucking celebrity. Of course, right. My fly was down, what are the and odds? yeah, it was just so fucking like. I just remember feeling so embarrassed. I didn't know how to act after that. I was like, man, I hope he didn't see. Like, but even if he did, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, what was the difference right. anyway? You know, he he fucking, didn't say shit. You know, it's fucking hilarious. So when I was a kid, the hurricanes. It's kind of a, it's not as awkward as yours, but it's kind of stupid. So uh, I won in in Hanover Park Hurricanes at a banquet every year. And one year I won the Iron Man of the Year award, which is like you never miss practice, never miss a game, you don't complain, fucking whatever. Which that's me to the T. Like if it's time to suit up, it's time to suit up. But I didn't expect any awards. I was like ten, but it was cool. It was like back when the Rush was still a thing. Oh, Chicago Rush, yeah. Yeah, and Mike Ditka owned them. Oh right? damn! So I, my I don't dad, think I knew that. Yeah, so my dad took me to the game, and Mike Ditka was signing autographs for all the Iron Man of the Year award kids around the league. <laughs> And you know my dad. My I'll, I'll talk about my dad too. But my dad's like he don't give a fuck if you're a celebrity. Like his ass will talk to you like you're a fucking bar buddy. Like he don't give a fuck. So Dick is smoking a cigar and he's signing autographs. And uh, I walk up to my dad and I go, "Hey, I, I talk to anybody too." I'm like, "Hey, Coach Dick, like it's good to meet you." I'm like ten years old. He's like I'm a I love the Bears. Go Bears. He's like fucking puffing smoke in my face and shit. Like he was such a dick. He's like, he's like uh-huh. Yeah, kid. Fucking sides the shit and like goes on to the next one. And my dad's like, <laughs> my dad's like, what a fucking we're, asshole. Yeah, we're, walking, we're walking down the stairs. My dad goes, he's lucky at security. Fuck, I was like, what are you gonna fucking do, dad? Punch my dick in the fucking face. But it was like one of those things. I'm like, as you're a kid, it's like you kind of have this stigma of like, are all celebrities like that or like you know? Because like Dicko was a di- he's a dick cop, motherfucker. That's why I used to call him after that. I'm like, that's crazy. Um, another another story, real quick, was. I didn't get to meet him, but Brian Erlacher, you probably know this, but Brian Erlacher's my, the reason I got into football. Uh-huh, I big, got to meet Brian Erlacher. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big Bears fan, huge. And I was a kid, I was even younger than 10. My uh, my brother's godfather had his own pizza shop, and they had a celebrity charity high school basketball game in like 2003 or four. And it was like Erlacher, Jerry Azuma, like the old Bears fucking out playing that year. And I my dad knew. He, I fucking give him shit for this to this fucking day for what he did to me. He's a fucking fuck, man. But <laughs> I, he was smoking a cigarette because after the game, Erlacher and his brother wanted to leave. They had to, they were in a hurry. They had to go get his wife, his ex wife, wife at the time, and they wanted, they didn't want to get sworn by paparazzi and like, and like people to get autographs and shit like that. So my dad's, of course, always in the right place at the right time for some fucking reason. That's just my dad. He's smoking a cigarette, and Erlacher comes up to me. He's like, hey, man. Do you know a way out of here? Because, like, I got to get out of here. Like, I got to go. And it's like, yeah, yeah, follow me. 
<laughs> fucking takes him to like this back fucking thing. Takes him outside. I'm like, and I'm like seven. I'm like, Dad, did you, did you get his autograph? And my dad looks at me with a straight face, and this is what the fuck he says. He goes, he didn't ask me for my autograph. <laughs> fucking Greg, I'm dude. like, are you fucking... Dude, I'm like, I'm like damn near teared. I'm like, you fucking know. I love that fucking dude as a player. And you fucking didn't even get... You helped him out, so you the least he could do is sign you an autograph for me. He's like, he didn't ask me for my autograph. I'm like, dad, uh, to this day, he's like, what? It's true. He didn't ask me for my... I don't fucking care who he is. I was like, I was like, you know what? They share the same birthday to him, my dad. Like, I'm like, dad, you're a... F-. I mean, I don't even know what the fuck to say. And then he went to get, like, Jerry Azuma's autograph by himself. I was like, fucking dad, man. I swear. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, I take it back. Uh, before I met CM Punk, that wasn't the first celebrity. I, just, I forgot about that. Right, so, it's all right. <clears throat> um... We played on Soldier Field as the Hanover Park yeah, Hurricanes fuck, did. Yeah. yeah, so I, me and Alex didn't. He wasn't on my team. At I, the was time. Always, <laughs> I was always, I was always fat playing with all the kids. Yeah, he was a weight class ahead of me at the time. <laughs> Fucking Christ, still, I still am. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got to, we won like this raffle thing for a bunch of football leagues and for mm. um, Pee Wee football to play before a pre-game yeah um at a bears game i was jealous non-televised obviously i mean the game the bears game was but our shit wasn't Mm -hmm. televised um we did a little scrimmage and whatever it was fucking awesome being on being at the bears game uh that was my first time at um soldier field and yeah man being on soldier field was awesome uh so they did the national anthem and we got to stand out there, and the Bears players were oh, right behind us. Awesome. And right behind me, it was Brian fucking Erlacher, dude. Of course. And he fucking puts his big-ass hand on my shoulder pad, smacks it, and he gave me a high five. And I just Fuck, remember, man. dude, it was so to, fucking cool. It was so fucking cool, that's, man. That's just being man. a little kid, everybody wanted to be Brian Erlacher when they were yeah. a kid, uh, if you're a Bears fan. Even now, for you bald fucks trying to get a hair transplant like me, I'd be Brian Erlacher, too. <laughs> <laughs> fucking all those billboards fuck you can't you can't drive on 53 anymore <laughs> fucking every time i look up this fucker's doing that little bear crawl thing talking about bosley i'm like they're like get the fuck no, out no, we get what it. It, it's not bosley what is it it's no bosley. fuck them we're not gonna give them a free shout out no, fuck, them. fuck them no no fuck them go bald. yeah i already am Pio's gonna be competing for a fucking billboard <laughs> soon with brian or lacquer i'm about to cry let's not talk about this <laughs> uh but yeah that was dope as fuck i remember Watching the game, my dad was so happy that sure. um, we got to go together and we watched the rest. Was of it a preseason game. or a regular season? It was, it was a preseason. Okay, um, still it was fuck. preseason. They're playing the Forty ers mm-hmm. I can't even remember who the fuck won. To be honest with that was you, I, who gives a fuck. I was just remember what year it was by chance. 
I don't. I'd have to look at it. I still have pictures and everything. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big Bears guy. If you tell me the year, I'll probably tell you who fucking won the preseason. Uh, you I'm psychotic. Know, yeah. <laughs> you know, every fucking, if they won, who scored. I mean, you're insane about Fuck, football I'm waiting for that game show. Fuck it. I just go on and win money. So Peel's gonna give you his picks once uh yeah once football starts back up yeah I'm a I'm a I wouldn't say I'm a huge gambler because obviously I'd be fucking broke but uh, fucking Michael Jordan over yeah, here <laughs> no fuck no that man bets like 50k a golf hole I can't do that shit I don't even have that much money but I I do like the last couple of years I've been doing like spreads and stuff and like I'm not gonna foreshadow too much into it but when it gets to football season fingers crossed I need football I know you we need sports yes, but football yes. I need you could sacrifice every other sport I need football once the season rolls around and they do the spreads and stuff you guys will hear my PO's picks of the week and. You can follow discretion is advised. Okay, it's your money, but I will give you my opinion. But that that's in the future. Let's yeah. talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, definitely. I cannot wait for football to Me come too. back, man. That that's gonna be fucking dope. I remember. I remember. Uh, speaking of football, back to what you're saying about the Hurricanes. Like the one, like Randy was saying, I wasn't on his team except one year in Pee Wee, and then two years of high school. Because but after the Pee Wee. There's no weight classes. You just play by age. If you're a freshman, you can go to varsity as a freshman, but like you know what I mean. It's freshman, sophomore, varsity. But in HP, I was always a fat, fatter kid. I was younger than everybody else. <laughs> At my first year, I was seven years old, and I played with ten year olds, and I weighed as much as them. And then I kept following that trend until eighth grade. And then I played with Randy and shout out Bryce and like kids my age because I was finally able to play with kids my age and not have to worry about weight. I still have to well. Sorry, scratch that. Me and Randy had to lose a combined fucking 70 pounds <laughs> to fucking play the first dude, week of the oh season. Oh, my God. Dude. You There's... had to lose less than me. I think you made it by a pound. I made it by, like, two ounces. I don't know what happened. Like, I, I was – I... Yeah, man. Like, I just did not handle my weight well as a kid, and we were constantly having to lose weight for football. And then I did wrestling in junior high. Same thing. Oh, I had fuck. to cut weight it's for wrestling. Worse. Yeah, wrestling. Cutting weight for that is fucking horrible. You don't eat, and it was just – fucking constantly being oh, yeah. hungry and then i remember just like for football i remember eating pork chops the one time and we went to weigh in before the game <laughs> and coach phil looks at me he's like what the fuck did you eat he's like why the fuck are you 10 pounds heavier Dude, now I swear to God. you're not gonna be able to make it and Dude, so they, they doubted that they you had like 10 pounds less than me they thought that they seriously thought it was gonna be a striper and that was the yeah, first yeah, that yeah. was the first rule in peewee for those of you who don't know they have it now uh, they never had this rule before when I was playing and Randy was playing in the beginning. But the, our last year of Pee Wee, they invented this rule called the striper, which means if you weigh over the limit requirement, you have to wear a stripe on your helmet. It means you cannot run the ball. You cannot play any position besides lineman. Yeah. And they're like, P.O. I'm not saying I was good, but like they didn't want me to play line. They're like, yeah, why don't you play linebacker? You and Randy, you fat fucks have to lose. You have to be 143 with pads on. So the first week of the season, you have to be 143 with equipment. Equipment weighs about eight pounds. Right, so you do the math. You got to be about one thirty-five. You got to be about one thirty-five. You got to weigh as much as a fucking. 40. Our fat little asses are rolling motherfucker, up. I rolled in first day of camp one seventy-five. These motherfuckers, like, ain't no way in fucking Christ this kid's losing Dude. thirty-three pounds in a month and a half, bro. I fucking did it. I made it by two ounces. My dad had two X sandwiches waiting for me off oh the my scale. God. I remember. I looked that like game, the mask bro. from Scream, bro. My jaws were like fucking. T- yeah, I I remember like. Coach Phil yelled at me for being a fat fuck. <laughs> and then I, my dad's like, yeah, you wanted to eat those pork chops last <laughs> night, didn't you? He's like, well, you're going to be running all fucking day. Dude, how how overweight were you the day before the game? Oh, man. I, I think it was. You were running until kickoff. I want to say it was about, yeah, I remember it had to be like 10 
10 no, pounds. You lost 10 pounds in a day? I don't that's know. A, maybe maybe it was like life. seven. It had to be, okay. dude, it was like, it was a good amount of weight. And I remember water, I, I ran, water, I ran and ran and ran around my dad's house in sweatpants mm-hmm. and sweatshirts in the to, middle of the back. summer. Yep. Yeah. And fucking, he made me go in his hot tub. He, uh, oh, he's like, I know alcohol makes you sweat. So he gave me a little, <laughs> I'm fucking like what? 12 14. years old. Yeah. No, four, 13, 13. Yeah. And my dad's giving me a little glass of wine <laughs> while I'm in the hot tub. <laughs> this is literally Dude, the this day is borderline of... illegal. You can't do this shit now. Kids. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't do it. Now. I wouldn't advise it, but no. I remember my dad gave me that glass of wine. I'm in the hot tub and he's like, this is the day of the game. He's like, all right, we're going to weigh you in the bathroom, see where you're at. Butt-ass naked, you got to go. I was just in some little fucking tidy yeah. whiteies because mm-hmm. I re- usually wear boxer briefs, but you wanted to cut mm-hmm. down as much clothing as you can. If they let, me, if they let me play asshole naked, I would, but I couldn't. Dude, oh my God. I remember seeing that scale after I did all that, and I was like, oh, it, thank God I fucking made it. And I didn't eat anything the you whole can't. day. You couldn't can't. eat anything, so I just napped before my game. My dad woke my ass up. He had... Made me some um, hot dogs and shit to bring after the mm-hmm. game, or like after weigh in. Fuck yeah! And then we got like some protein bars and like just like energy bars from the gas station before the game. And I was still running before the game just to make sure. Bro, you you ended up playing linebacker. They fucked me. So this yeah. this is my story. So you made it by like probably less than a pound for sure. Like me, I made it, but you both we both made it by like. Was a it combined. for the season? Like it was for we... the first week one. I know, I know. It was, it was for the, but like the weigh-in thing. Like, if we didn't make it that first game, you was it play. for the whole season? No, you have to go next week, and they, every week they increased it by a pound. Remember? Yeah, they I remember that. Leeway, but Which you couldn't, I didn't you couldn't play. I think if you missed weight twice, you're ineligible for the season. So, oh my god! So if you missed the first two weeks of the hardest, if you missed it, you can't suit up. So they give you like one more week, but we didn't have to worry about that. So his story was that this is my fucking version. So my ass had thirty-five ish pounds in about six, seven weeks. They literally looked at me like, Peel, I don't give a fuck how you do. If you got to cut your leg off, you fucking have to play linebacker. I'm like, dude, there's no way. I'm like, fuck it. So my routine for seven weeks was I wake up, I'd eat a half a can of chicken noodle soup in the morning, run around my neighborhood, Briar Point, the whole huge ass field. I run with sweatpants, same thing like Randy's sweater. Bobby be fat ass to be on his bike behind me and shit, and I just keep running. I go take a shower, hot ass shower, sweat more, wait till practice, uh, Sorry, 4 o'clock, I would eat the other half of the chunky noodle soup, ch- uh, chicken noodle soup, sorry. Go to practice, sweat for two and a half more hours, weigh myself every three days of practice. It would be like holding your fucking breath to see how my fat ass weighs now. Bro, Ex- it was, exhaling your breath because you, it was fucking holding brutal. it in brings you more and fucking I remember weight. The, the day before the game, Coach Scott, shout out Coach Scott, our defensive coordinator, said, I weighed, I was three pounds overweight the day before the game. So I didn't know you were more than me. I thought you were fucking less. Yeah, I had a. It was because I was fucking. I ate so I many think pork you didn't tell. I, I didn't think. You, I don't think you told Coach Scott. If you knew you were six pounds away, he he said the same thing he said to me. So this way he said he goes, "I'm making a game plan that you're not going to play linebacker." Like he pretty much told me, "I'm not going to make three pounds." I'm like, "Well, fuck, dude, I'm going to make it." He's like, "No, I have to. We're we're putting you at. The, if you, I don't care if you make it or not, I think you're not going to make it. We're putting you at nose guard." I'm like, dude, I'm going to be fucking anorexic playing nose guard. I'll get my ass beat. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And I was like, man, fuck that. So I lost it by two ounces. I was underneath. I almost passed off the scale. I was like, dude, this is horrible. I, I wolfed down two egg sandwiches and then go play nose guard at 100 fucking 35 pounds. Good fucking double team. I'm tired as shit. Like, I look back and me and Ray. Dude, you we are so exhausted. You could tell that me and him were like, our energy level was already at a 50% before the fucking game. And every quarter I was like, I can't fucking do it oh, like, I, so I, I felt like I didn't do nothing that game 
Uh, yeah. I, 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 I like wasted fucking motion. Like I, they could have easily sat me out, and I would have been the same fucking score. Yeah, yeah we I lost that shit. game until I was fucking. Yeah, we pissed. did lose. I remember it just being fucking brutal, and I did the same thing in junior high, man. When I was in wrestling, yeah. I had fucking pizza before before a, a meet and they said get your fucking sweatshirt on yeah, get man. your fucking pants on you're running the whole practice and i did i, I always made weight i always did you you i Dude, think that has mean, to be is that is that shit like is that good true. that's got to be horrible for like kids to go through that oh dude i don't recommend that anybody i don't recommend that my worst enemy that shit was fucking brutal dude like i I had to do it again, too. There was a time when I was younger. I was like 10, 11. Same thing. Instead of pork chops, it was fucking tilapia. I had fucking six pieces of tilapia. I was fucking six pounds <laughs> overweight the day before the game. My dad's like, he asked me one question. We had we had two days before the game. I was Wait, hold up, hold up. You took laxatives before the game, didn't you? For sure. Yeah. I had to. I had to shit out whatever's left. You literally had to take laxatives. I remember you telling me that. You're like, dude, I had to take laxatives. I was on the fucking toilet for hours. Yeah, and whatever was left. I, like, I'm dude, telling you, you boys and went... girls, I literally went. The closest thing to like hell was was the two, a day before the game in eighth grade, probably. For sure. Like Extremes. I, for like, sure. That is extreme. And I only made it by two ounces. So you could imagine... I look like a fucking stick with limbs. Like I, I did. I shouldn't even belong in pads. Like I, I feel like I was just detrimental to the team. Like they looked at me. Like my eyes were fucking glazed. I'm like rocking back. I'm like, bro, how am I gonna play fourth quarters? But that's what you do for the love of the game, man. Nobody can ever look at me that day and say, "Pio don't want to fucking play football." Like I, I literally would like. I could have died on the field. Like people talk about, it, like I would die in the field. Like that was my mentality. Like if I died, like I'm, I'm, I'm. What am I supposed to do? I can't go back in time. I'm fat. Like I lost the weight I'm here and then every week was easier, you know, not to, you know, the first two weeks were the hardest Randy will tell you. And then they give you a pound cushion every week. They have to, they couldn't be, they can't be unrealistic for those kids who are naturally bigger. Like they can't do that. They already and were like them. already growing at that right. age. Like, so, of course we're going to be putting on weight. I mean, me and you had appetites more than the average 13 year old. So we did fuck ourselves in that aspect. Our weight is like the funniest thing. Cause I like swear to God. we were skinny as fuck for a while. Then we just, were like balloons and then like dude, I my giraffe going, neck phase in eighth dude, grade my, my, oh my god yeah my like fucking. and just like junior high i was skinny as fuck going into freshman year i was skinny you kind of you kind of evened out like you're all after after eighth grade you kind of consistently say the same way i don't think no 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 you, no, had, no. No, you had to well, never mind never mind I, halfway I was, through high school yeah, you had in high way. school i was a bit i was a big boy big boy it's right <laughs> i was a big boy yeah and uh yeah man i was like 230 pounds at my peak peak weight and then Damn, finally yeah dude fuck and then after that, like I started slowly losing it my senior year, and after that, yeah, um, I just yeah, I I started going to the gym, and now I'm just a lazy piece of shit. But I still am not overweight. Yeah, so. you gotta get away. Like <laughs> technically, technically, if you want to go by BMI charts, my I'm still fat as fuck according to BMI, but that's why I don't go by. That I don't want to know. I don't even look at the scale no, anymore, man. BMI's this shit. I'm fucking. I'm 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 not afraid to say I'm right now like two fucking thirty probably. If I had to guess, I'd say I'm probably like 175. Yeah, see, I ain't been I ain't been a below 200 since junior high since fucking sophomore year high school, man. Dude, I, I remember people walking up to me like if they they hadn't seen me since high school, they're like double taking like who the fuck is that? Because I lost so much. You weight. cut like 70. I mean, Dude, 60 I lo- fucking pounds. I lost a lot of weight, and people were just looking at me like, what the hell? And then. Took a C off a of Bic. Now you're just boy. Now I'm just boy. <laughs> now I'm a slim boy. <laughs> right. No man, I would, but but honestly, we joke about it. And it it's half serious, half joking. But like, I, you, you, we do it again back then. Like, oh, you, yeah. you wouldn't think twice. But to play, 
to play football, you know, I play longer than Randy, but Randy still, it doesn't matter how long you played. If you ever put a Hamlin shoulder pads on, like, you would do it again. Like, me and Randy, would, I would definitely do it again if I had to. Yeah. Oh, so we, we never even told them what we're going to talk about throughout this podcast. Oh, every, every, <laughs> yeah, so, tell by now everything. Yeah, we're going to be talking about everything. That, there's really no topic that's going to yeah. be off limits. I think other than, like, um, religion and politics and shit like that, just because, Right. We don't need that controversy, right. but I, I want to be able to talk about anything and just whatever the hell we're feeling. And yeah, yeah. As you can see, we ramble and we we sidebar a lot, and that's kind of what the podcast is going to be like. We we picture like the conversation we had in the living room with microphones. Like this is what we talk about. Exactly. It's usually. going to be super ADD. We're going to jump from yeah. one thing to another. So try to keep keep up with us <laughs> for sure. Um. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, we got to tell him about Greg, too. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right so, I gave you a little snippet about Greg. I gave you the accent. Yes. Bye. So Greg is Pio's dad. And yes. He's just, he's a character. He's he just is. a character. He's hes a funny, nice dude, but I'll let you talk about him. Uh, I mean, fuck, where do I start, man? Uh, my my dad, my dad is one of those people that, like, if, if, if in the dictionary you saw the person with the, like, phrase, don't give no fuck, I think Greg would probably be the with a picture of his cue ball head ass next to the fucking phrase "Don't give a flying fuck." But like, he is, uh, he's he but you know obviously he busts his ass like he always. But but Greg is just one of those people that you can literally, like, he just attracts funny. Like I feel like people just attract to Greg like whether a fucking means- moth to flame. Like just whether he wants to try or right, not. Right. Like, Greg doesn't. People just seem to cock their head when this man walks in the fucking room just for some reason. I don't know if it's his head or his fucking, I don't know, his accent. His accent like, for sure really helps out like his this, comedic. This man is, some of the shit that I've heard him say should be A, never repeated in, in life. B, like you wouldn't believe me. And like he just, and it's just him being naturally fucking him. Like Randy always jokes around about, he goes to this bar called Empty Barrel. It's on, you know, Wise Road. Shout out Empty Barrel. I don't really go there. I don't go there because I'm his son. Because so, if I go there, it's like, hey, Greg's son's here. Like, I don't want it. I don't want that attention. Like, yeah, I'm, so, like, I've known Greg, obviously, as long as P.O., and we, he, he, he's always loved me. So, I walk into Empty Barrels one night. Uh, I was going to go watch my buddy's band play. And I walk in, and Greg's at the fucking front door. He has his own seat. At the, next like, to the bouncer. Next bro. to the bouncer. Nobody sits there. I don't even I think, think you can sit next no, to the bouncer. No, I don't think you can, but... <laughs> Greg has his own fucking seat because he's there so much. He's next to the bouncer, and I'm walking in, and all I hear is, Hey, Randy, baby, what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, I just see Greg, and he's giving me a hug. The bouncer's trying to, like, he's like, no, no, I know him. Let him in. He doesn't even fucking, the bouncer's like, oh, okay, I guess he yeah, can go like, in. Yeah, no cover. If you know my dad, just say Greg. Like, yeah, I the fucking, especially when I say I'm, they look at my last name, and they take my idea, like, they're like, just go to the side next time. I was like, all right, well, fucking, I don't want to be that guy. It's like, your dad's already here since like four. I was like, I know, I know, I know he's here. I'm fucking. And he can drink like a motherfucker, yeah, dude. Yeah, man, that's a, that's, that's a topic. This motherfucker, man, I don't know where it all goes. You don't compete with Polish people at drink. You just don't. 
No. So if, if you're ever trying to compete with a Polish person with drinking, you just just stop, stop, stop while you're ahead because you're yeah. never gonna win. I've tried it with Pio. I've tried it with his dad. I've tried it with other friends. I've tried it with my dad. You just Fuck you that. fucking you end up dying, and they're just laughing at you. You're like dying on I the floor. I told this stupid motherfucker. It's <laughs> <laughs> my dad. It's my dad. I was fucking like I don't know why they deny it. I don't know why. I'm like, Dad, it's kind of like, you see competition. I try, I try to get P.O. fucked up before I get fucked up. Like, that way I'm, I'm, I got dude, a little my 21st, Oh, do we got to talk about it. These motherfuckers premeditated my murder on my 21st birthday, bro. <laughs> I fucking drank about six hours straight. And Randy, I'd be in the middle of a conversation with, like, my aunt or something. Or, like, my family friend. We Polish people call everybody aunts and uncles. Just FYI. They're not really my aunt or uncle. I just fucking... If you know them for five plus years, you're your aunt. So I'm talking to somebody. And Randy just, like, over my shoulder, I just smell, like... He's, he's like, he's like, take a shot, pussy. Take a like, shot. Every, take a shot. Every three but minutes. That, but I'm that's, like, like, everybody's 21st, right? Yeah, but I fucking... But he, he fucking did it. He did not... He did not give up. I lost to the wall. Yeah, his head I hit the wall. I smacked my head on the fucking wall. My lights turned out. But that wasn't the alcohol. It was me fucking hitting my head on the wall. But it was crazy. At the man. time at my condo, uh, <laughs> me, you, Mike, and Tommy, mm-hmm. we, were, we went out that night. And yeah. uh, I tried getting him fucked up before we even left. And I was ended up, Randy I ended up <laughs> fucking, I was going to fight people at the bar. And then yeah. I ended up puking in this little. Randy can't drink Jameson. No, no, no. No Jameson for me. <laughs> Jameson I remember. Randy's fucking Oh, my God, drink. dude. I just look at P.O. I'm like. Dude, I'm gonna puke, and then I just we go over this little fucking bridge that's at the. No, bar, you like, dip first. Yeah, I and dip I'm just first. Like, I'm like, oh shit! I just run. Right I'm after puking you. in this like little <laughs> river thing. It was pathetic, and I ended up Ubering home, and just yeah. it was a disaster. It's all right though. You gotta have moments like that though. We made it through. Well, let's not talk about puke because you know there's a simple story that I can save on my 23rd birthday that I have to call a certain somebody out that I'm dating currently. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, you, are you sure you want to go there? She gave me permission. I mean, if you want, we're talking about drinking. That's the part of the story. So, so quick. All right. All right. So two year, Yeah, 23rd birthday. Randy, Mike, Tommy, who you guys will all get to know on this podcast, will tell stories. They have a bunch of them with included, with, uh, included with them. And this is when I first started dating my girlfriend Rebecca, but I've also known Rebecca. Me and Randy have known Rebecca since second grade too. This is all part of the HP. You know, we breed in fucking wolf packs and shit. So uh, she was there, and we just started dating. Anyway, we're playing a bunch of drinking games, and I tell her beforehand, I'm like, do not compete with these fuckers, please. Yeah, because we're all like, like every they're time they're gonna we try go to get me murdered. Oh my god! And since you're included with me, they're gonna try to get you murdered. See, our problem is we pregame too fucking hard every yeah, time. We do. Every time. I mean, we don't even mean to. It's just. Just we just start playing games and then we give ourselves a two hour timeline and we do fit in the two hours. It just it feels like <laughs> the whole two just, hours we're drinking and then we go out and then so it, anyway we Uber though we're safe about yeah, it. Yeah, we are of course. Don't drink and drive. Um, so we're we're about to leave and Rebecca's like more deep than I want her to be, but enough to where she could still go out. So keep that in mind. And I didn't know she had like motion sickness when we first started dating. So also keep that in mind. So we're in the back of the Uber. First of all, shout out Greg for almost breaking the Uber driver's fucking window on the way before we. Even <laughs> oh left, my god! So we fucking, yeah, fucking Greg. Hold on, we gotta talk about that real quick. <laughs> so we're like this the is Uber, same night, by the way. The Uber we're trying to get into, like for some reason, we cannot gather everybody to get into the Uber. It's always that's always <clears> a harder <throat> part than actually going to the club. So what bar. what time was it? Do you think it was probably like probably a, like 10, 30, 10, 10, 10 11 maybe? Right? Something like and that. so we're screaming from inside the Uber, like <laughs> for people to get inside. And my and mom also catches people like big head hood. Hey, fucking, she takes like four minutes to talk. I leave my jacket in your house. Your mom's like. Randy, here's your jacket. <laughs> it's going to be cold tonight. You bring your jacket? I'm like, no, Aldana, just please leave it there. Fucking Greg walks up. Walks? <laughs> I'm, I'm a, Power walks up to the Uber driver. I do. as like, so I'm sitting in, I'm sitting, shotgun, I'm sitting shotgun, right? And the window's up. 
and the back door is open. That's how we were yelling out. <laughs> but the window's up, and I just see Greg's drunk ass walking up, and I'm like, oh man, I know, I bad, know bro. he's up to no good. Like you could just see it in his face. <laughs> He walks up and just fucking bear punches the bear, fucking yeah, like door. bear paws the fucking window where I'm sitting, and I'm like, "Greg, fucking stop, man!" Like the Uber driver's freaking out, and like I'm just like, "Everybody, please get in!" And like the Uber driver damn near shit himself. I was like, "Yo, please don't kick us out of this Uber, man. We don't need to call another." He almost broke the fucking window. Goes, I just wanted to say hello. <laughs> yeah, we rolled out the window. He's like, "All right, you guys have a good time." Like, I just wanted to say hi. Yeah. So then that was that was so we get everybody in the Uber, and me and Rebecca in the back, and everybody. So it's me and Rebecca in the back. He had an SUV. Uh, Flynn, Mike, Tommy in the middle. Randy's driving shotgun with the Uber driver, right? As we're all arguing, as, as on the we're way all there. arguing and just like talking shit, like we always do. You know, you can't you cannot talk shit if you're close group of friends. Anyway, so me and Rebecca in the back. I'm making a little bit. It's my birthday, you know. Slip a little tongue, shout ah. out, fucking whatever. All of a sudden, I just see her just with this glazed look, and she's rocking back and forth. And you, can, you start to and hear I, just a little. And I'm thinking to myself, like, no. And I just bought this outfit about a week ago. And it's about $150. Shout out to Express. And um, <laughs> we're in the back, and I just see her, like, and I'm like, no. So, and am I, okay, so this is what I'm thinking. Hold on. So if she trajectile vomits forward, projectile, gonna, projectile, projectile, projectile. Sorry, I'm, I'm Polish. So, so she does that. Someone's getting smacked in the back of the head with vomit. Now, me being me, I can't let that happen. I'm a team player. So I take a deep breath and I go, well, here goes $150. And I grab her head and I let her yak. It is quiet as fuck. Like, you know, you barely hear it, like hear her puking. And all of a sudden I just, I get a fucking smell. Like, and I'm like, that and, fucking smells like puke. And I'm just, and I'm like, Randy, but like, no, no, sorry. Before she even did that, I'm yelling, Randy, tell this fucker to pull over. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, and he tried to jump every single cent of that Uber drive. Oh, he could have easily dropped this off, bro. Oh, yeah. So he's, Pio's yelling. He's like, yo, tell him to pull over. Tell him to pull over. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, pull the fuck over, man. Like, I'm starting to yell yeah. at him because I'm like, and I, like paid, no, I can't. I'm like, I yeah, paid, you can. I paid for the fucking Uber, so I knew I was getting that goddamn charge. And I was like, no, we can't get a fucking puke charge. I'm like, pull the fuck over right now, man. I'm yelling at him. He's like, I can't. I'm in a turn and lane. So when he said I can, I'm, like, I'm like, okay, dude, so just put I'm your like, fucking right, hazards on. Take and then, one for the team. I clutched her, put her next to my thing, it, all over. I'm like, well, and like you know, I'm just sitting there motionless. <laughs> he finally pulls us over. We all get out slowly. Everybody looks at me, doesn't say a word. Everybody looks at her, doesn't say a word. Some guy randomly just happened to conveniently have a bunch of napkins outside no, no, no. the door. So what happened was like Peel's just fucking flicking the puke off his shirt, and I'm walking like. Tommy's like, fuck, we got to go get napkins. <laughs> so Tommy pays a cover to get into a bar. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that because we weren't even going to go to that bar. Shout out, Tommy. He fucking yeah, took Tommy's one for the team. Tommy's always OG, bro. He fucking ran inside, paid the cover, grabbed a bunch of napkins, came out with napkins. Some it, While that's going on, some random-ass dude just happens. You guys some, need towels? <laughs> some shit some like random-ass dude. Yeah. Here. Here's some towels. Just pops randomly out of this fucking building. And, like you've seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, so Rebecca starts, you know, and I'm not saying a word because... You know, it's my birthday and I just, you know, I don't feel like I need to say anything. It's self-explanatory how I'm feeling. But I don't want to let anybody know that I'm mad. People can tell. I don't want her to let know that she ruined. She didn't ruin anything. It was a great night. Just a little hiccup. You just smelled like puke. And we all had a good time after that. We all had a great time. It was like, it was fucking awesome I think awesome she just needed to get that. out of her system, you know, and she did. And um, <laughs> It was so, just a little hiccup in our night. Yeah, it's so fucking, you know, and, and I remember when I was, I had to go like in front of everybody to like clear my head of what just happened to me. And She's I'm like, clap. is he mad? I'm like. Yeah, you're not, so Randy's like, talking oh, in the back. And, and shout out Tommy again because you know Tommy's one of my best friends, like Randy. And uh, he comes up to me, he's like, "I know you're mad right now." 
like in my ear. I'm like, he's like, I know you're pissed. I'm like, like I'm there's like, fucking I'm like, puke I'm like, all over I'm my like, shit. And I'm like, Tommy, just leave me alone right now. Like I have no words. And then you know, after that, we cleaned up and it was fine. But you know, just a just a minor hiccup. But that goes to show you, don't pregame too hard, kids, because some people can't yeah, take it. Yeah, I pregamed. I love you, Rebecca. Shout out. You know, I gotta tell you the story. You gave me permission. Yeah, shout out Rebecca for being a good champ about it. Yeah, and right. That it was, we had a good time. Like we did. We no, did. We, we did, did have a good time. I'm it telling these like, stories because I want it, I want you guys to understand these are the types of things that we're okay <laughs> talking about. And I did get yak on my 23rd birthday. I did. It, better better her than some well. random stranger. Okay. Every time we go to Rosemont, it's just a nightmare, though. I I feel like every it is. time we go, there's always been a problem. Every time. But dude, actually, every somebody wants to fight. Somebody wants to. Yeah, puke. we either almost fought each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, who was that one night? Tommy and Flynn, right? Me, Tommy, and Flynn were all getting fucking rowdy, <laughs> and then yeah. So like every time we go to Rosemont, it's a disaster. The one time we pregame though, we went to um, uh, it was for Ashley's birthday at, Pal- at yeah Palatine. Dirty Nellies and <laughs> you guys still got dude. Rowdy. Oh my god, just we, with no humans. So like we walked, we walked in, and like when I walked in, I was. I was too drunk, and I don't even know how I made it in there. But then they just kept serving me drinks, so I was like, "Fuck yeah. it," you know. Like, and somebody was paying for me it. and Tommy. <laughs> I, I think I was. I don't know. Somebody, <laughs> somebody was. was. Somebody was paying for him. Tommy gets you know what it is. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy gets Tommy. generous, bro. Tommy does. This man thinks he's fucking Bill Gates when he goes out. Like, I, buy, I got next rounds on me. I know, you just Tommy, bought the last like, four. I know. He's like, no, no, dude, please don't worry about it. Don't worry. He's so nice that he drinks. He's like, please don't worry. Then he about wakes it. up the next morning, got to hear him bitch about how he fucking. Blew. I'm like, bro, this, you blew your own tab. I'm like, fucking this fucking guy who always buy all the rounds. I feel bad. I'm like, Tommy, let me buy you drink. He's like, no, I got it. I got it, dude. No, I work for the union. I work for the union. Don't worry about it. Okay. Fuck, Tommy. And Tommy went into the bathroom. We fucking... Lit up the fucking earplug. It was so funny. Like, we just... I don't know why, but we just were stupid and drunk. We just started punching shit in the bathroom. (laughs) And then after, we just take a selfie and walk out. the first one. Tommy always starts that shit. Um, Should should I talk about... Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to talk about it. Come on, man. uh, I'm just sitting there. At the bar stool, <laughs> fucked up. Oh, this is what you yeah, are. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah that, that's, not, that's your discretion. I, yeah, I got permission. For I didn't my ask. Story. I didn't ask for permission. I'll ask for forgiveness. So I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry ahead of time uh, if this pisses anybody off. But, um, so I was sitting on that bar stool, drunk as fuck, just <laughs> drunk. So just this man stu- was on yeah, Mars. I was stupid. Um, can't get like that anymore. No, God, no. Unless it's but, a special occasion. So, there was a little uh, sexual tension there with uh, with someone there. I don't even. I don't want to name her because no, I, I haven't no. talked to her since, and I don't want to be bogus like Correct. that. I don't want to put her on blast. Correct. Um, <clears throat> but so we started making out, <laughs> and because oh, I, I don't even know how the fuck that happened, I just remember like sitting there, and all of a sudden I'm making out with her. Yeah, and I'm like, that's pretty much what happened. I'm like, what from my f- point of view, right? And then, like, <laughs> you fucking, like... No, me and Tommy, me, me and, Tommy Tommy and Mike are in the Mike, huddle. You guys are like... Eh, we look over, we're like, oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because I swear to God, in the beginning, I did not know who that was, by the way. That's why I said... Yeah, that's why I kept yeah. going like this and rooting you on. And then when I realized, I'm like, all right. Then I started dying laughing. Yeah, it was... Like, so, we ended up making out. My drunk ass falls off the stool, and yeah. I'm on the floor. And that was our I think time we were still making out on the floor. Yeah, that was our time to go, though. And then... We yeah. Then I almost got kicked out. They were trying to mm-hmm. kick me out. Somehow I got back in because yeah, they were they were trying in. to kick, we got you they were back trying in. to kick me out. Like they're like, yo, you so gotta leave. And that then, was me because what I did was they they tell you to go out and I'm like, hold on, Randy, we're not here. So they fucking I told Tavi to like I told Tavi to like I'm like, don't don't leave. I'm like, I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah. So we so we act like we we're going to the entrance 
And then we just fucking we went to the dance. <laughs> there was a floor. crowd. I'm like, nope, go fucking. Yeah. Just, I'm, like, I'm not leaving. We started dancing after that. Yeah, that was that was, was bad. That was a. I mean, it was a fun ass night. Those are always the fun. Pissed ones. some people off by that from what happened of that course. situation. Just it was a. Not a uh, good person to make out with. Not not in like that sense, but like. Um, yeah. she was tied to someone I know and it, yes. they, they had dated. So it wasn't a good thing. Moral of the story um, is alcohol can have, you can have fun with it. <laughs> just be careful with it. Have the right group of people around you. Because the one thing I do know about our group of friends is everybody will get home safe. There is not, especially knowing me that I don't get fucked up. I'm always the sheep herder. I like to call myself where the fuck are the sheep at a certain time. We got to get home. So what are you drinking? What do you, what do you like to drink? Oh man. Um, well, obviously vodka. What, um, what vodka? I gotta go absolute. Absolute. If really? I have to pick one, yeah. I mean, so, I don't like that cheapo shit, like the one you can get for like. No, no. Because no. the cheaper the alcohol, the more fucked you possibly get. You get a fucking horrible hangover but every time. Yeah. I what I've been drinking mostly now is Tito's and pretty much anything Tito's as a mixer. A solid. I love a solid. I love Tito's. I'm um, I'm vodka grapefruit because Greg Greg taught me vodka grapefruit juice. I I learned from Mike. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and uh, he. He put me on to Tito's and Red Bull, and then I we kind of got off the Red Bull phase because it's not it's not so good for you, and especially if you have too many of them. Like oh, I'll yeah. still have like maybe one or two. I can't. And then I have to switch. Gas. I have to switch because it's your fucking heart starts pounding and shit, and mm-hmm. then like my stomach was tore up. Your body don't I, know like, what to feel. You're drinking yeah, a suppressant yeah. and a depressant, bro. It's yeah, like, it was it was fucking. So I don't fuck with the Jaeger bombs anymore. Cause my body know how to feel. Uh, yeah, Jaeger bombs are dope. They're dope, but like I mean, I, I don't get... drink. Like I don't know how somebody can just go in a bar. Yeah, I just want Jaeger. No, who the fuck? Tequila. That's tequila for me. No, I can't drink. You'll tequila never catch either. me ordering tequila shots. If I get one from somebody, I'll drink it. But you'll never be like, hey, you ever see me go, hey, can I get like a round of tequila? Uh, yeah, no. You'll never. If someone buys me one, I'll yeah, bite the bullet. Right. I'll take it. I right. hate it, but I'll do so it. So no more Jamo for you then. You're done. No, man. fuck that. I still drink Jamo. Jamo's a fucking. Jamo's for like those occasions we all go out. That's yeah. Exactly if drinking. I if I want to get lit up, I start drinking some Jamo. Yeah, sure. I, I like whiskey. No Heineken, though, right? No Heineken. That's right. That's, a, that's an inside joke for me and Po. Yeah, he, uh, he was gonna bring. I used to drink Heineken a lot. <laughs> that was his fucking drink. If I dr- I never I used to drink more beer than I do. I don't drink a lot of beer, if rarely anything at all. But when I did, it, it was all Heineken. And Randy fucking hates Heineken. I hate it. And he's like, if you ever bring Heineken to this house, I'm going to fucking tell you to go get something else. He's so like, I just no kept Heineken. Yeah, he, he was going to come over the one day. And I, I was like, he's like, all right, you want me to bring a beer? I was like, yeah, no Heineken. And then I, everything after I said yeah. was no Heineken. He's like, I fucking get the point. No Heineken. All right. I don't drink that anymore. Yeah, so he, he stopped drinking Heineken. It's probably because of me. <laughs> no, yeah, that too. That That's a part of it. But all part of it is I just, I drink too much beer. I feel like I just ate a loaf of bread. Fuck, I can't. So all I do is piss. Because you know I don't get fucked up in the first place. If I'm going to drink to get a, at least tipsy or close to being drunk i gotta drink hard liquor beer doesn't do shit for me what I do you think about um the hard seltzers that the truly's and w- shit truly white claw I, bud I light has one now i don't like i don't even drink soda so that that's too much gas for my body like you i like burp up a fucking store i'll drink it like because at the house that's all the boys drink like mike and flynn and them drink dude it's it's white a claws. fucking wave man that shit took off at, yeah like last year right Mm-hmm. So if we, just play, like, took if off we play like drinking games and shit, I have to. But like, Dude, for, see, I like it for drinking games. I, I learned that. Uh, my, my buddy Connor just moved to Florida, and he had his last mm-hmm. party. Yeah, we had a little little party little going shindig. on, a little shindig. And uh, <clears throat> I was playing Flip Cup with White Claws, and that shit yeah, actually. Excellent. Dude, I like it so much better because like with beer, I feel like I'm a fucking puke every time. Yeah, I just, when it's I White just, Claw, or truly, I, I can do it. I just feel like I just my body cannot handle that much gas in one sitting. Like I feel like I'm about to like just 
fucking explode. Like you shake a fucking can of soda. That's my that's my fucking stomach and my fucking lungs. I'm like, dude, I can't drink that much gas. So, I had some last night while I was having the fire. <laughs> one or two ain't bad. I'm talking like when you play drinking I think games, I had, like, you have to constantly keep fucking pounding like my white claws. My body's like fuck. It's I not think, even that I get fucked. It's like it's like I feel like I'm fizzing yeah. inside, bro. I think I had like four or five last night, but that's solid. I uh, I don't drink that much anymore, so it's it, it hits me after a while. I wasn't I wasn't doing anything stupid. I was just having the fire and had yeah, a birthday buddies over. Yeah, I did. Man. My birthday was on June tenth. Yeah, so man, welcome um, to the twenty four club, man. I'm yeah. the oldest one of a friend group too. Entering my Kobe year. Yeah, and I'm I'm leaving it in like five months. Bro. I know. I'm the fucking younger one of the friend. You group. are the youngest one. I think. You old fucks. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> Fuck, I'm the I'm the only one. In, I think I'm the only one that's fucking ninety five in our friend group. Nah, um, there's a there's well, like a I'm talking like the one we talked about right now going out, but like there's people that are all, like AJ's older than me and stuff like that. But like yeah, AJ, Nick, yeah, um, yeah, they're all 95. Yeah, so me being 96, me and Joey, Joey's yeah, Joey. the Joey's the baby. Does he only know two months before he turns 24? Like April? Is he uh, August? August? Yeah. yeah, August 17th. Damn, how's he doing? He's doing good. Um been talking joey was one of our he's mm-hmm. been my best friend for my whole life um, i met him through randy obviously and uh he moved to kentucky kentucky yeah kentucky fried, fried chicken, chicken. yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so he moved to kentucky but we're still really close um i gotta go down and see him soon yeah uh, we talk on a daily basis but that's that's been my boy yeah man joey joey's solid man i I miss, I miss him man I, I remember when you left i was like fuck man because that we talked about the wrestling stuff like joey me randy and joey that was like our thing that like, was our wrestling crew we wrestled sure. every fucking day it didn't matter we, no. and it, we were stupid dude like we looking back at it my back problems are probably football from that net. shit yeah football, well, football and that my knees and my back probably more wrestling than anything like <laughs> yeah and it was on a trampoline i can't imagine doing a real fucking mat oh my right god now. Dude, we'd beat the fuck out of each other. <laughs> we'd use steel chairs. Like, Ladders, we thought we were the shit. Table, like, steel chair, yeah. No, we didn't fuck around. Only thing that was fake is you couldn't really punch and kick. Everything was fucking fair game. You could slam somebody through a fucking table. <laughs> you just gotta be able to eat that shit. That's all. You gotta <laughs> eat, eat that, that shit and get back up. That's it. Fucking 20 minutes fucking, into the match, you just eat a table. Oh, my God. At I 10 remember, years old. <laughs> I remember the one time um, Ken came over to Joey's oh, house. Oh, fuck, dude. That's a gruesome story. Yeah. We... Joey pushed. A, I was. I don't, I'm not no, gonna say was, we. Joey did it. I wasn't I'm a, in the match. I'm a, I was the ref. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were the ref. We were having a ladder match. Uh, we had we hanged the title from the tree, and we had to rip down the title. <laughs> Joey didn't want Ken getting that fucking title. So Ken <laughs> had to go that, for a ride. Yeah, he had to knock that fucking. He knocked the ladder over, and it split Ken's head open, oh, and he had to get stitches. That you, was Joey's bad. lucky we didn't get sued. <laughs> Joe, I remember Joey like he's like. Fuck. <laughs> just like fuck. <laughs> like after that, he's like, God damn, dude. Just like, yeah. I remember Mike, Michael. He oh, uh, Mike, yeah. fucked up his arm there. Like we all got pretty injured. Yeah, dude. I mean, that was only that was only positive of being a, a obese at ten years old. Is you could absorb more punishment. Other than that, I was people. Like, people used to talk about I used to stiff you guys. You guys fucking pissed me off. <laughs> Every time I wrestled, they'd be like, Alex is gonna stiff you because I was so fat. You could do a move on me and shit. Like you can scoop slam me or like do the shit that you want to do because I was fucking so overweight. You're just working like, like a big man. That's I was all. like fuck. I was a big show out there, fucking little show. It was <laughs> fun, man. That was fun. Well, you know, it's been a it's been a fucking hour already man so i want to wrap this up here <laughs> yeah, for sure uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in uh we're gonna be putting this out once a week yeah. um i'm gonna keep you guys posted here i gotta still create the twitter facebook and instagram that's gonna be yeah, for our podcast we, we will get this launched out within the next week or so um just bear with us for the first couple ones but 
you guys have an idea now how we're going to talk, what we're going to talk about. It's all over the place. We're not going to limit ourselves to, except for, you know, religion, politics, like Randy said. Everything else is pretty much not off limits. So, uh, eventually what we like to do is get you guys involved once we get going with this, send us questions and stuff like that. But for now... And topics, too. I'm done with whatever topics. Let the ship get off the dock, and then once we get off the dock, we'll be rolling. Yeah, please bear with us. I mean, we're still pretty new at this. So it's going to be a little rocky in the beginning, but once we get it going, man, it's going to just fucking... It's gonna be a ride. Yeah, I can't. We, I can't wait. It's gonna be. We fun. We already appreciate you guys for even tuning in, but let's 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 uh let's make this something to listen to every week. So you guys stay safe out there, and we'll see you guys soon. Damn right. Thanks.